what I love is transformation, right? Creating something from nothing, like having an idea, an inkling for something, a dream, a vision, and then seeing it in the 3D, like an actual thing. It's like you had a thought about something and now the thoughts align with uh, intentions and now you have deeds. Assalamu alaikum. Hello. This is Your Truth is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Nadira Razak. I am a wife, a mother, a seeker, and a life and business coach. This podcast is about tuning in to that small, quiet voice within that urges you to really follow your soul's calling. And this podcast aims to bring you solo episodes and interviews with other special humans who have followed this calling, no matter how out of the box it may have been. We'll share stories about how God's grace is working through their lives and how they have the courage to really put one foot in front of the other and build a life that is fulfilling, meaningful, and filled with a sense of play and wonder. I started this podcast because I was at a point in my life where I'd achieved what I wanted to achieve as a coach, yet something still felt missing. I knew I wanted to feel utterly and truly alive and connected to other beautiful human beings. This podcast helps you navigate this quest where you feel like you've arrived and now there's a whisper that this isn't it. There's chaos again and you have to start over. So this is about new beginnings, pivots, and finding those breadcrumbs of delight and surprise along life's journey. And I hope that you will tune in, whether it's on your walk on your drives, going to the gym, however it is that you listen to this podcast. I hope it sparks something in you so that you get the courage to just go for your dreams, to trust those moments of insight and alignment so you can take action on the things that matter to you. I hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and keep in touch with me about the things that are on your heart so we can have a conversation about navigating this beautiful thing called being a human. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome back to the Your Truth is Calling podcast. This is your host, Nadira Razak. Today is a solo episode, and it's our final one for 2023. It's the 30th of December, 2023. I wanted this episode to be about looking back on the year, sharing with you tips, strategies, and things that I did this year that I found really helped me be a person who is like really content inside, um, and what sort of kept my energy up and what made me come alive so that possibly it'll kind of give you some inspiration to look at your list from the year and circle the things that you want to do more of in 2024 um, so that it gives you clues as to who you are and what actually lights you up so we can do more of that and hopefully be able to delegate some of the things that we're not that great at uh, or get some help and enlist some help to help us in the areas where it's not our strength, right? So when I really look at my list of the things that really stood out to me, one of the big things is actually being neighborly. So a highlight from December is just being invited down the street uh, to <laughs> join my neighbors down the street for like a street Christmas party. It was not every single house uh, where the neighbors came and attended. It was just a few who gathered uh, someone from one of the houses, put the bins across the street because I live on a street that's a no through road. So it's a dead end. Suffice to say, there was like a courier guy who came through and, and they let him through. <laughs> Otherwise, the kids were playing in the street. Um, the bins were there. People got told to bring their camping chairs. I went with my bowl of Turkish carrot dip and some uh, like little, uh, it was kind of like a a breadstick that I I just put in the air fryer and took that with me because, you know, they said, oh, BYO, 
meat uh, to put on the barbie. And I was thinking, well, I'm not sure about the halal situation, so I'm just taking some carrot dip and some bread to, to dip into. That's like vegetarian. It's something I made right before we left. And my oldest was with my husband out in the city. They were on like a photography tour date, uh, a daddy and son date. So I took my second boy and my youngest uh, down the street. And, and they haven't really had a lot of interaction with those kids. There are some neighborhood kids who play with each other. So they were friends and it was hard for my two to kind of go sort of infuse their energy in there so they were kind of just playing amongst themselves I got to meet the neighbors who I haven't really had much interaction with because there's a few who I kind of see uh there was one neighbor Mel who you know has come to open mosque day uh when I invited her like I I invited a couple of people down my street to open mosque day when I volunteered so the neighborly thing of like uh, one of the neighbors said hey like you know maybe your boys can come and like use the basketball hoop in my place or the trampoline or something like that and then we got talking and then I heard that you know she's a marketing manager at a, at a university and then I was admiring the way her kitchen windows <laughs> face the deck or the height of it or something and she said oh come come I'll give you a tour of the home and it was little conversations like that interactions where you're able to see into someone else's life I'm a really deeply curious person and I love to know how other people live uh, how they set up their lives because for me that gives me strategies for living that I can pass on to other people it's like hey I've seen this work for this person maybe that'll work for you you know so it's like I collect experiences and stories by talking to so many different kinds of people that when I'm with a client or when I'm with just a friend who needs some problem solving my brain can remember in very in like a very detailed fashion, I remember everything and everything about the conversation. So I'll be able to pick and choose and cherry pick, oh, this could probably work for you. So that's just how my brain works. That's how I take in information. I'm very receptive like that. And those sorts of experiences are very enriching for me. I love it. I come home filled with energy because I got my people fix of talking to maybe one person in a bit more depth. And I bring that now and I also know when to make my exit and it was easy for me because there was no car that was just, you know, I just literally said like I need to say my evening prayers and I walked away, you know, so, so it was just really easy to get away. Whereas I found that when I go with my whole family and we've gone in a car, I'm kind of constantly checking with my husband to go like, is it okay to leave now? Because I... I like the social interaction, but I also kind of need to leave when I need to leave. And when, and with the whole family, I need to then check with one other person. So that particular day, because my husband wasn't there um, with us and he was with my other son, it reduced the complexity that I was dealing with. So for me, the simple sort of dynamics of I can choose when to leave a party uh, or a social gathering, I actually like that, the flexibility of that. So that I learned about myself. Uh, because there were certain uh, social situations where sometimes I feel like I've just overstayed because uh, I get very, very tired very, very quickly after a while uh, because I can do the social interaction, but I also need my solitude after that to recharge, right? So that was one thing, just uh, neighborliness, uh, coffees at whether it was a cafe, a conversation at a cafe or a creek walk or carpooling. Those stood out to me during the year. The number of beautiful conversations I've had, just carpooling with people in order to get to an event instead of driving there by myself. If, say, a friend and I got a ticket, like we would go together. And the, the depth of conversation we have in the car, I appreciate 
those types of conversations because I get to problem solve. I get to have a window into someone else's life. There's a lot of empathy there and a lot of just shared humanity and sharing of stories. And I loved that. Uh, We had new neighbors also move in, uh, you know, just next door. So it gave us an opportunity again to, for us to go say hi to them. And they again said, come, 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 come in. And we, we, you know, we ended up talking in their backyard (laughs) for about an hour getting to know each other and then we had them over for dinner one day so they could try some Sri Lankan food um so it was things like that like they they really stood out to me in the year right and uh so conversations cafes problem solving neighborliness what else uh the other thing was volunteering I did a lot of volunteering this year in different capacities one was volunteering at our local um maktab where my kids go to learn Arabic and Islamic studies um I was invited to do some sessions for the grade fives and six girls and the grade seven and eight girls. And that gave me, again, like a new experience, right? It was a growth opportunity for me because I definitely had the coaching background over years and years of coaching, but I hadn't particularly applied that skill uh, for youth. So it, like I saw myself in that light of, wow, I actually really like this. (laughs) I like this age group grade fives and sixes, I found that there was a lot more of an innocence there. uh, And it was more complex going into the sevens and eights. Their needs were different, very different. Um, Just that going from primary school to high school and the dynamics. Uh, Then speaking, like just doing some public speaking uh, last year was beautiful. I didn't do a lot, but whatever I did do was really, really, um, yeah, satisfying. So I knew that, okay, I might like to do more of that in 2024, inshallah, if the opportunity presents itself uh, for different topics. So uh, that stood out to me and it was beautiful because, again, what what did I love? It was like being around a campfire, sharing stories, sharing experiences and witnessing each other because I get to do that one-to-one with a client like this deep witnessing of who they are, what they want, holding those dreams and intentions and visions um, and seeing it through, you know, like even if it gets hard, I love that sort of stuff because you see the whole spectrum of emotions come out and you can't kind of say one is better than the other. It's all there and it's all there for a reason and we need to be okay with all the emotions coming up. And I like seeing, like to me, it's like music, it's like art, it's it's a spectrum, right? And Sometimes you're in the shadow side and sometimes you're in the gift of that emotion. And if you can channel um, and see the gift in whatever experience presents itself and be with the hard stuff, because the only way is through, there's so much on the other side in terms of gifts and gems and yeah, just an experience that you get to keep as wisdom, right? That you can either choose to use in your own life or pass it on when a friend actually asks for your advice. Uh, So obviously giving advice when someone's actually asking you for it as opposed to just spewing it, right? So that was the other thing. The other piece that I'd written down was my op shop finds. (laughs) So I'm someone who loves recycled, upcycled stuff. I'm not a huge big buyer of things that are new. Like, And so the same goes for the way I like to shop as well because I find that going to my local op shop uh, it's quite like a treasure hunt. Like there's certain op shops that I, I just will not go in there because it's just not my style. Uh, I'm not happy with the pricing there because I'm like, you may as well just go to Kmart then because they're charging pretty much the same thing. But I've got like chairs for like $2 and things like that that I can take in and love up. 
and you know display whether it's just on the porch or outside or inside and and I love the fact that you can have old and new it doesn't have to be just uh something that you buy with all this formaldehyde in the upholstery and then you have to like keep all your windows and doors open just so that the new smell goes off because I'm very sensitive to chemicals and all sorts of things so I have to be really careful with what I bring into the home and so for me it's something that's older as long as I can wash it and you know give it new life like I I actually love seeing the transformation in an item and I uh, of late I think it was Christmas I got so many compliments on this outfit and I just put it together with some like I literally had one piece that was mine and then the rest of it was put together from up shop finds and everyone was like oh my god that looks really good and I'm thinking okay cool I actually know how to put things together (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like it, it I think it's what I love is transformation right creating something from nothing like having an idea an inkling for something a dream a vision and then seeing it in the 3d like an actual thing it's like you had a thought about something and now the thoughts align with uh intentions and now you have deeds out of that right it's the action and uh, I love strategizing with people to get to that whether it's a passion project or something they've been thinking of like sometimes people think they're depressed or they're a little bit uh you know low energy and stuff like that and sometimes it's only because you're sitting on something you're sitting on some idea or something that you want to bring to life and it's so it, it takes so much energy to keep that, you know, like you've heard that analogy of like a beach ball under the ocean. It's so hard. It takes so much energy. And so sometimes you're tired and fatigued because there's something that needs to be birthed through you and you're not doing anything about it, right? So I'm guessing in 2024, one of the things I'd like to offer is spaces for you to come and share and get those things out because I feel like that will be a huge, um, yeah, a little... Um, what you would call it, like a spring in your step just by gifting yourself time and space and energy to get those thoughts and ideas out um, and into the world. Whether it's a business idea and seeing someone interact with it, uh, whether it's just a volunteer project or a sadhukutlojaria, like a legacy project that you want to bring to life, it doesn't matter what it is. It's the fact that you're taking the steps to get it out that's what matters because there's beauty in it. There's a lot of baraka because uh, you get to learn so much about yourself even, even if you get rejected and uh, a bunch of people don't get the idea, whatever it is, it's it's such a growth journey of like self-acceptance, self-love. It's like, will you love yourself enough to get it out there, to to, to get some energy behind the project and, and get it out in the way that's unique to you so you're not trying to copy someone else's methodology? What I love is custom-made stuff, custom-designed processes, right? What works for you is not going to work for someone else. And everybody needs their own unique way of moving through the world, taking their strengths and then playing to their strengths. Because Someone can be very extroverted and they'll find it really easy to go talk to strangers. And other people, it's like, oh my gosh, don't tell me to do that. But I can write. I can write a few sentences and post it on social media. They're okay with that, you know? So you have to find your way of like how to share stuff or texting some friends and getting the the word out. So whatever that is. So if that is something that you're wanting to do with an idea, maybe message me on on Instagram and let me know if... um, 
that's something you want to do in 2024 because I know like a lot of you you could be in this space of with everything that's happened in Palestine and Gaza also wondering like how can you help and and some of you might be feeling like am I doing enough or what am I doing I think the best thing you can do is to be a fully self-actualized human being who knows how to create their own joy who is tending to their own energy and their spiritual practice and just being a good human in general right that is the best thing you can do so instead of spewing in things or sitting on it like move that energy whether it's through exercise and just your walks daily uh, whether it's finding ways to bring joy into your life by like working on the things that do light you up Uh, and it's like the thing that like it'll never miss you right what is meant for you will never miss you it will find you but you've got to put yourself in the game and some of you are like way too isolated at home and need to get out of the house and for me uh volunteering has done that for me it's gotten me out of the house because most of my coaching stuff I do online so even though I guess I'm interacting with someone live in the moment it's through a screen or on the phone and I'm not necessarily in someone's aura, right? In someone's energy. And so as humans, we're meant to be in community and communing with each other, right? And so the way life has been set up these days, we don't live with extended family anymore. You're just a silo and usually sometimes the only female in the house if you've got boys and uh, you need to find other ways of like going and meeting other women, whether it's at Halakas or whether it's going to a local masjid or just going to Jumu'ah. If there's a, a women's section and the, you know, people gather gathering there, whatever it is, or the gym, what whatever you find or crafts at a neighborhood house or uh, a community center that's having classes, like even just going down the road to a community center and learning about food waste, that was amazing to me because I love learning. So I have to be learning something new, whether if, if it's not language or something to do with Islamic studies, it, it needs to be something useful, like strategies for life, right? So for me, like learning how to reduce waste and recycle and how to store food and things like that, that's been important to me this year. Uh, so I, I took that over with like, you know, Christmas this time, like I literally used my kids artwork to wrap presents. It wasn't any sort of commercial wrapping paper. I still do have it. Like I have one roll. Once I'm done with that roll, I'm just going to stick to recycled paper, right? So just little things like that really lit me up this year. It wasn't some fancy schmancy goal. It was a lot to do with community, uh, being around people who share the same values as me, uh, being chatty and neighborly and uh, like for example going to my oldest boy has a friend who lives like walking distance from our house maybe about seven to ten minutes walk just taking pizza and going over and saying hi you know and just chatting to that mom and then we went to a neighboring school which was like another seven minute walk and we went so the kids could play basketball you know and that was really fun because it was easy to do uh, there wasn't a lot of driving it was just walking and it was simple and yet we got the social fix plus the kids, like when they went to bed and I asked them like, what was your favorite part of the day? They're like, oh, going to Zave's house, you know, like that was a real highlight. So those little social interactions where the kids can play together and you're having some social time means that, you know, life has to be simple for you in order to be able to just get out of the house and do those things because the dishes sometimes have to wait or the, the you know, <laughs> 
the clothes might not be folded yet and put away, but they can wait in a basket until you go do these things and come back because when you come back, you usually are refreshed if you don't obviously overstay and overextend yourself. And then the other mundane things can get done, but prioritize the uh, experiences of enjoyment because for me, I find that if I give myself that, then I can come and actually do my work and I do it much more easily because I'm in a playful mood, right? So try that. I would, you know, love to hear from you as to what has been the highlight uh, on your list this year. I'm just wondering if I covered everything. Oh my gosh, the podcast. How can I forget? (laughs) I launched a podcast this year and I was really proud of how the patience that I had to have when I had the idea about three years ago and people were giving me that idea, but I couldn't act on it. And it took three years to actually hit go because I wasn't in the season to do it prior. I was like almost studying full time with an Alamo course when I knew it was time to quit about three years into it at the start of this year or March. That was when I had this burst of creative energy. It had been building inside me and it was finally ready. And so by May is when I started all the the interviews and, and started it, you know, so just that patience and uh, restraint to know, you know, when is the timing right for you to do some of these things? And then on top of that, you know, it was all all the inner work, like forgiveness work, going to have a session with a counselor, my business coach from like years and years ago, coming back into my life and having a chat with me and then my decision to hire her. Uh, So all of these things, it just happened, not by me like going after it with like a gung-ho, I need to do this approach. It was like life was coming to me by this point going, hey, did you want to play? Just like as an invitation, you know, like as a question and I could say yes or no. And the sincerity and even just seeing the clients who are in my sphere right now, it's so beautiful just witnessing them, witnessing their journeys and um, seeing what they're putting out into the world uh, and seeing who they've become and who they're still becoming. Like, all of those things and all remembering who they actually are. That's, I think, the most important things. You already are. You don't need to like do too much, but it's stripping away everything that's not to you so you can be who you came here to be, right? Uh, and then giving of your gifts because then you're coming from overflow because there's parts that you have healed and mended and repaired and forgiven yourself for and had a lot of self-compassion for. And now it's like, okay, we have a clean slate. There's a blank canvas we can paint now. You know, what? what is um, that we're going for? And, and responding to life um, through the ups and downs and the uncertainty. There's a tremendous amount of uncertainty, but there is a point that comes where you've got to start making some decisions and starting to put some roots in the ground of like, this is what I want. This is what I care about. It's starting to build some stuff, right? Um, so I love, you know, working through the different parts of that with the client because everyone's at a different stage, right? Uh, not everyone's a beginner. Some people already have a lot there they have built and now they're like, uh-oh, do I still want to go with this or am I chopping and changing things? And that can be a deeply vulnerable a space as well because it's change, right? It's new again. I, I would just want to hear from you. So if you, you've loved the podcast episodes or anything like that, I don't know if you have a favorite 
But it'll be lovely to hear from you as to what you're building and creating for the new year. I'm going to continue doing my monthly intensives, which is three private sessions with me. It's 497 Australian. I haven't decided to put prices up or anything. I just feel like it's a really easy yes. And if you've been on the fence thinking about, you know, working with a coach or working with me, that is the way to get started. Like that is literally the first thing I do with anybody, at least three sessions, because I get to know you really deeply in those three sessions. And we go very, 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 very quickly in that month. And you come out of it literally uh, with a lot of clarity as to what you're about and how you're going to move forward. And after that, I, I just work in a bespoke way with clients just based on what they need. Uh, and so, and next year I'll be doing a new role for a community organization as well, part-time. So I'll have more limited slots of, okay, I'll have to divide my days with more structure and go out. I only do coaching on these days, most likely Wednesdays and Fridays. And uh, yeah, I'll still continue to do the podcast and interview my beautiful guests and still bring you these episodes every week. Um, But yeah, I think my biggest wish for you is to find your community. Like if you don't have a community, create one and uh, make sure that you're getting out of the house and connecting with actual human beings, right? Not just online, but in real life. And I feel like the more we are in silos and isolated, the more we can be controlled. And people would love to control us, but the more you can decondition from all other people's beliefs and other people's agendas for you, you can then see what's true for you in your own heart, like, right? So you know what your truth is. So if it calls to you, you can say yes. And that is the reason why I love the whole premise of your truth is calling because I'm really about you being able to listen to the whispers of your soul that's saying, go this way, shut that door, leave this relationship. No, those friends aren't good for you. You know, like you get these nudges and it takes courage to make the changes and, and go in the direction that life is calling to you saying, hey, we have a bigger plan for you. Please get in alignment with that plan. Uh, and it takes a bit of stripping away in order to do that. And it takes some inner work to do that. And, and and trying new things and a lot of growth and beauty in the process, which I love being a witness to. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your like two days of this transition into the Gregorian calendar new year 2024. We're still in the middle or like three quarters uh, of an Islamic calendar month. So, but we still, you know, mark that new beginning, create your intentions, set your intentions Uh, for 2024 inshallah and i hope you have a beautiful time a restful time a peaceful time in doing that this is your host nadira razak thank you so much for listening to this episode of the your truth is calling podcast and to all of those of you who message me every time you listen to an episode and send me a little voice note give me encouragement i just want to love on you and just give you a big virtual hug i know some of you in person so i can't actually give you a hug (laughs) um just to say thank you it means a lot and um this is one of the most exciting things i've done and i hope to continue to do for a long time inshallah i feel it gives me uh the health and the strength and the tofi uh, to be able to continue to do it all right everybody assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh